is your wake-up call. Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother, being a Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Good morning to you. How are you? It's Wednesday, Hump Day, middle of the week. Good morning. Yes, man. How you guys feeling this morning? Uh. Feels disheveled. <laughs> yeah, he's a little disheveled. I, I called you this morning. We have a guest, and I, I I didn't know if the guest uh sent their book up here. So I called you. I'm like, did you get the book? He was like, hello, I just woke up. He, he woke me up this morning at 5:15. Yeah, he sent those books months ago. Oh yeah, I didn't get it. I had he no actually idea. he sent the galley months ago, and then he sent a uh, the hardcover couple weeks ago. Mm, no, I didn't get it. So you woke up. She was like, I'm, I'm just woke up. I'm like, yeah, it's 5:20. Still here though. One of my favorite people, actually. He's a great brother, but. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. Mm-hmm. I like my Pali Santo. If you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Shaka Sangor. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He'll be joining us this weekend. Uh, he had a book out before, Writing My Wrongs, I believe it was called, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Writing My Wrongs, and now he has another book out. Yeah, so he'll be joining us this week, and I was looking for the book so I can uh, do my homework, and I was like, damn, I didn't get the book. But you, This uh, morning? No, I didn't, but I was just asking because I didn't see it. <laughs> did y'all <laughs> do anything do fun yesterday? Fun? Uh, uh, no. I did. What? I actually um, look, went to go look at a space for a second coffee shop for me to open. Okay, that's fun. It actually was fun. It's a long drive, though. It's in Brooklyn, but it's like an hour away from where I live. So that was the unfun part. But yeah, that was actually really fun. I enjoyed things like that. Why were you disheveled this morning? Because then you woke me up at 5.15 and I just got up. here. Oh, so I she had to her. rush to get here. Yeah, yeah. I had to oh. hop in the shower so fast, throw on a sweatsuit and run out the door. I don't believe you took a rush for nothing. When I definitely showered. Salute to everybody out there that don't rush when they late for work. <laughs> yeah, we know you don't rush. Okay. <laughs> all right. Because it ain't going to make anything faster. It did. Right? It got it here on time. You'll get yeah, there Yeah, you know what you it is? There. Is that I always get here early. So for me, waking up late and being late is being on time. All right. Did you do anything fun yesterday? Who, me? Yeah. Yes, I was alive. Mm. Okay? I was alive, breathing this beautiful air uh, that, you know, God has blessed us with. I keep telling y'all, take a deep breath for everybody out there who cannot. All right? That's enough for me. Right, okay. being alive is enough for me. I thank God for another day of life, and I think everybody out there should do the same. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news: What are we talking about? Uh, well, let's make sure that white people aren't uncomfortable in Florida from their racist past. We'll tell you about they a bill that is being pushed by Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. How can you not be uncomfortable in Florida? Florida. What do I always say? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, let's get to the next... Uh, the only reason you're not uncomfortable is because you don't realize you're in Florida. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Play that in front page news. That's really good execution of the word. I haven't heard the N-word executed like that in a long time. That sounded crazy. And we in America, so that says a lot. Maybe because I'm used to hearing it the, the American way, so to hear it the Chinese way is kind of incredible. All right, Can well. we play that for the people? Eddie! Get the Chinese people saying nigga. <laughs> well... <laughs> They say, well, let's get into some front page news. You got it? I'll I'll get it to you, Eddie. Where are we starting? 
Uh, well, let's start with the Omicron variant. Now, right now, they are saying that um, it looks like it might be going away. Well, it might be okay. might be going away soon. Dr. Fauci is saying we might have seen the worst of uh, COVID. But right now, they are giving away millions of N95 masks that have been uh, gathered from the national stockpile. And so that'll be given out through pharmacies and other community sites and a plan that will be unveiled today. The other thing that's been happening, I don't know if you all got these messages all day yesterday of people telling you how you can get a free at-home COVID test. Mm-hmm. But that is something that has also just been launched. So now you can get a free COVID test. They said today it was actually supposed to launch. Yesterday was the um, beta testing. So these, these free home tests are coming from uh, different retailers. If you have private insurance, you can buy tests online or in stores and have them paid for at the time of purchase. Purchase, or you can get reimbursed by submitting a claim to your insurer. But they also uh, launched this program where you can have them sent to you. They said there were some issues though with the site. Some people were having problems. Everybody like, was sending me that link yesterday. Yeah, I, I got I it from like spam. 50 people. Yeah, I thought it was a uh, scam because I got it so many times. I did but too. Some people had issues like they were told their tests were already ordered for their address, so the request could not be completed. Some people lived in apartment buildings and it said that they had already been uh, sent to that address. Others said they live in private residences, but still it didn't come because they said uh, no one else in the household had used the site, but people on the site, it was giving them that response that it was already ordered to that address. You don't feel like these people be turning us up and down like a thermostat? It's like two weeks ago, it was, you know, so much fear-mongering and we're all going to die. You know, Omicron is going to kill us all. Now, two weeks later, oh, we think it's going away. I feel like they've always said that Omicron was uh, less dangerous That's not what Joe Biden said in the fall. It was more transmissible. Joe Biden said in the fall that if all of us don't go out there and get vaccinated, uh, we're going to be severely ill or die. Well, Omicron wasn't here then. December? What are you talking about? Omicron? It was December 16th when Joe Biden said this. It was Delta and then Omicron started spreading. no, no, no. Absolutely not. And they said Omicron wasn't as dangerous as Delta for most people. Omicron was definitely him. Why are y'all still listening to the president? (laughs) It's not just the president, though. It's Fauci as the CDC director. But you don't feel like they turn this up and turn this down when they want to? They are confused like we are. But I think it's also mutating, so things are changing all the time. No, yesterday Fauci just said that he he thinks this is the last one. He said unless a certain scenario happens... What's the scenario? Up, up, down, down, left, right, select, start, A, B? B, A, B, A, select, What's the next scenario? Well, I think if um, there's another variant that proves to be dangerous. Uh, know, yesterday so. he said he thinks it's the last wave. Yeah, that's I don't even what he know, said he thinks. I don't it, even know what that be. means. I just don't know what that means no more. It's just like what happened. Like It's just like they turn us up and down whenever they want to. So maybe it'll be like the flu moving forward where it's something that's still around but it's controllable. And, you know, vaccines help, and then they've developed that pill that if you do get it, you can take this pill, and they're working on things. So it's a work in progress. All right. Well, that I wanted to tell you guys about this bill that they're trying to pass in minutes. Florida. We got okay. two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this bill is being pushed by Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. This would prohibit public schools and private businesses from making white people feel discomfort when they teach students or train employees about discrimination in the nation's past. So they've gotten their first approval so far. They're trying to take aim, as you know, at critical race theory, even though they don't mention it explicitly. Uh, Republicans are in favor and Democrats are against this bill. How do you make somebody comfortable, um, you know, if, if they're if they're not comfortable with what we're talking about? Like, like so if it's, it's true and they're uncomfortable, I don't see what the problem is. It's not but our fault. DeSantis is saying he would seek legislation that would let parents sue schools and employees sue employers if they were subject to these type of teachings. Yo, how do they just pass all these wild bills, but the most important bills they can't pass? Oh, this is state stuff, so. But still, the white people uncomfortable bill? 
white people <laughs> uncomfortable bill. That is crazy. The white people uncomfortable bill sounds wild. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Goodness gracious. All right, well, that is your front page news. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're about to hit. Nah, don't even do it. Oh, no, we got to set it up later. We'll put it in more context. That's right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent. Did you get the curses? Because there's a couple curses in there. All right. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Tony Ward from the DMV. Good morning to y'all. Tony, what up from the DMV? Get it off your chest, brother. Hey, a curiosity question this morning. Yes, sir. I was out about yesterday at a little fast food place, and a blind guy came in. And he couldn't make an order because he didn't know what the menu represented. So I said, next time I talk to the Breakfast Club, I'm going to see what they thought about this. You should have hey, got Michael Todd to spit in his eye. Shut up, man. See if he can make the blind man see. That didn't work. Well, go ahead, brother. Hey, DJ, it was like at the car show, right? Yes. What, what do you think about having pamphlets or any type of booklets to describe cars and braille? Mmm. That's an idea. That's an idea. And Charlemagne, I'm not sure if you already have done it. Are your books in Braille? Um, no, but they're in audio. The audio, got audio books. You can go get any of my books in audio. Black Privilege, Shook One. You can get Tamika Mallory's book in audio from Black Privilege Publishing. Anita Kopak, Shallow Waters. Audio. audio. Audio is the wave. I mean, I actually listen to more books than I do read them nowadays. Okay. And uh, Angelique, what about a menu for your juice, your juice bars in Braille? You said you went the menu in Braille? He was asking about blind people who say, what about, you know, can they come to the car show and, and, and they have descriptions in Braille and when they come to the coffee shop or juice bar, can they have something in I'm Braille? I'm not going to lie. We barely have regular menus. That's true. That's not in Braille. They, but you can ask. You, you They could always ask the people. Yeah. That's the, that's the best way, bro. But yeah, maybe we'll look more into that. You know, it's wild, right, when you think about it. You don't see too many concessions made for blind people. Like, you know, we live in a society, you'll see ramps for people in wheelchairs and mm-hmm. things like that, but you don't really see like too many concessions for blind people, and you would think you would see more of that just yeah. in everyday life. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. How are you? Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, I just want to give a quick um, shout-out to myself. I just uh, got my email yesterday saying that my NYU degree for my master's is coming in next week. Nice. Congratulations. Congrats, thank you, thank you. And um, I'm trying to get my, my thesis published. So we're doing a little crowdfunding, and uh, it's the last day we, uh, between today and tomorrow. Well, so get the people give your like info. Shout out. Get the people your info. Yes. So it's uh, it's called Bodega Cookbook. Uh, you can find it on Instagram, Bodega Cookbook, easy. And um, it's basically just a conception of a bunch of bodega recipes in New York City and trying to bring focus to what they're doing. First of all, what the hell is a bodega recipe? It's like how to make a good bacon, egg, and cheese? Yeah, bacon, egg, and cheese, chopped cheese, smoothies. So that's like a really big... A, a bacon, really egg, and cheese smoothie. I think his phone dropped out. Yeah. A bacon, Yuck. egg, and cheese smoothie? Well, no, not a bacon, egg, and cheese smoothie. They're making smoothies. So oh. they're trying to, like, you know, get them back and, and trying to uh, support our, our health now. So that's, like, the new move. Okay, I got you. All yeah. right, brother. I appreciate it, guys. Have a good day. Good luck. Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Uh, good morning, Envy. Charlamagne, how you doing? What's Peace, up, King. Bro? How are you? All good, man. I just got my case dismissed after like a whole year, so I'm feeling real good now. You got um, your what back? Yeah. His case His dismissed. case dismissed. Oh, case dismissed. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm back in the gym now. This is my 13th day going this whole month. So, you know, I'm starting to feel real good about that. Oh, man, congratulations, brother. Health is wealth, man, physically and mentally and Absolutely, spiritually. Brother. Absolutely. Man, the only dilemma I'm facing, though, <laughs> is just my job put me on unpaid leave a week before my case got dismissed. So I'm just waiting for paperwork so I can go back. That's the only thing holding me. But other than that, I'm good. All right, brother. Long God is good. good. Absolutely. God yeah. is great, actually. Cheeseburgers are good. Hello, who's this? Christina. What's up, DJMV? Good morning. Get it off your chest, mama. I'm a little upset that you guys don't do, like, a segment for new artists. My my husband, he's a producer, and he's working with this dope artist, Kumbaya. I want you to check him out. Kumbaya, my lord? I heard of him. No, she's a girl. Oh, I heard of her. It's not, it's not Kumbaya, my lord? Oh, my goodness. No, it's just Kumbaya. Check her out. Can you do it now? Where at? <laughs> do it now. Do it now. IG. What's her Instagram? It's K-U-M-B-A-Y, and it's a bunch of A's. It's Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Yes, he's please not, check her out. He's not looking her up now, mama. Oh, sorry. Calm down. Yeah, tell him to right. calm down. He don't know what I'm doing I'm over sorry, here. I'm calm sorry, down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, why are you about? No, I'm telling you to tell Envy to calm down. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> check out my husband. He's a producer. He has he has a um, beat mixtape out right now. He has a drum. He has drum loops that he sells. It's called Sloppy Loop. Mama, you gotta give him the you gotta give him the, the Instagram. What's, and all that. what's his producer name? Hakuna Matata. No, his his name is Kelsey K E L underscore C one thousand. Very underwhelming to have an MC named Kumbaya and a producer named Kelsey. Unless his beats well, are incredible. Oh, no, but that's his government name, Kelsey. That's right. That's, that's his first name. That's so. how you're supposed to ride for your man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for answering. I love you guys. Keep doing what y'all doing. Love you more. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is uh, this gas station, a.k.a. Young Shell. Gas I'm station, what up? <laughs> Young Shell, I remember you. Bang, bang, Niner gang. That's all I want to start off saying, Charlotte. Thank you, um, You know, we own the Green Bay. Uh... It was, that was Con money, man. Congratulations. I'm not a hater. Congratulations, Thank sir. Thank you. All right, next. I need a book. Which one you... Oh, you know what? I got, I got a lot in here. I'm going to send you a pack, man. I got The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health by Dr. Rita Walker. And you got kids? If you got kids, I want you to give our, uh, your kids Anita Kopak Shallow Waters. It's a good fictional book about the African deity, uh, Yimmy Yah. Okay, send that. Send all of those. I need all of those. Right? I, got <laughs> I got you. I got you. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and Pete Davidson has hired security. We'll tell you what his thinking is. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. No, 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 no. All right, well, rest in peace to fashion icon Andre Leontelli. He has passed away at 73. According to a source, they said that he 
was at a hospital in White Plains, New York, and they're unclear exactly what he was battling in the hospital, but he was Vogue's former creative director, Mm -hmm. and he was the one-time editor-at-large there. He was very instrumental to Vogue's vision and direction in the 80s and 90s. He worked his way up the ranks at the magazine to become the news director, and then Vogue's creative director. So he held that post for about seven or so years, and he was really close with Anna Wintour. He worked side-by-side with her, um, and he was also an LGBT icon. Yeah, rest in peace, rest Andre Leon Tyler. Absolutely, seventy three years old. Yep, sending healing energy to you know his family. Seventy three mm-hmm. is young. Yes, indeed. Very young. All right, now according to reports at page six, they said a bidding war is about to kick off for Gail King. Her contract is up at CBS in May, and multiple rival networks are lining up to try to sign her. She's 67 years old. She earns around $9 million a year as an anchor on CBS Mornings. They're saying she may want to give up that early shift, or she may want to move to the West Coast, where she can be with her family, and also Oprah Winfrey is based out there as well. So they said that uh, MSNBC could possibly put in a huge bid to have Gail take over uh, Rachel Maddow's vacant nightly slot. Rachel Maddow left? Uh, she's on in the morning, isn't she? No, nah, well, Rachel Maddow comes watch, on at night. Oh, I always watch her in the morning. Maybe it's a repeat. Rachel Maddow? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rachel Maddow comes on at night. She comes on at, what, nine, eight or nine? I think. Well, yeah, they eight, said that eight, slot eight is vacant right now. Interesting. I mm-hmm. thought she was, I didn't know she left. Yeah, so, uh, I, yeah, I was watching her on the news yesterday. Mm. So we'll see what happens, but I'm sure everybody wants to. Back that Brinks truck up for Gail King. Drop on the clue bombs for Gail King. Gail King deserves it all. She does. Okay. All right, now, Partisan Fontaine has addressed rumors that he and Meg Thee Stallion broke up. And there was a rumor going around that she was a mean drunk. And so he said, uh, stop this cap. Nobody putting hands on nobody, at least not in that way. Being been seeing the breakup rumors and was letting y'all imaginations run, but y'all getting too crazy. He said, um, you know, they didn't, they, he didn't give a story, so they made one up. He said, we've really been on it double time. And so... That's in response to those rumors, and I had seen those places that they had broken up, but he's saying it's not true. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Pete Davidson has hired security, and that's all after this Kanye West situation. You know, Kanye has that song with the game called Easy, where he says this. God sent me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. All right, so what they're saying is it's not necessarily that he thinks Kanye is going to run up on him and beat him up. It's more because of Kanye's fans. Somebody might do something stupid, so he wants to make sure that he has security with him. Yeah, he's smart. Absolutely right. There's a lot of crash test dummies out here looking to go viral. And sad it has to be that way, but, you know, Pete has to get more security because of Kanye's insecurity. All right, now 2022 Grammys has been rescheduled after a postponement because of COVID-19. So it was originally going to be airing January 31st, and they postponed that. So now uh, they are saying that Trevor Noah will return as the host, and they're going to broadcast that live ceremony on Sunday, April 3rd, and that'll be from the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Vegas. That's never happened before. Mm-mm. All right, and Jay-Z and Meek Mill are teaming up. They want to block rap lyrics from being used in court. Some other people have also proposed a bill uh, to pass this proposed bill called Rap Music on Trial. And so people like Meek Mill, Jay-Z, along with Fat Joe, Big Sean, Yo Gotti, Kelly Rowland, Killer Mike, Robin Thicke, and others are saying that you should not be able to do that and stop prosecutors from using those rap lyrics as purported blueprints to alleged crimes. How do we feel about this? Let's discuss. What we do you could, think? We could talk about it next hour. 800-585-1051. Well, what do you think right now? Um... 
I think if it has to do with the crime that they committed, if I kill mm-hmm. somebody and they rap about, hey, I just killed Tommy and yeah, that's I'm your stuck dumb in the trunk, that's your dumb ass. Yes. But if we're just talking about, you know, using old lyrics and just stuff that, I, you know, I'm basically just spitting about, rapping mm-hmm. about, it has nothing to do with any case that's out there, I don't think they should be able to use those things. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tricky, right? Because hip-hop is a genre that prides itself on being real, when the reality is 95% of things that are said, especially from the era we grew up in, was just what we... It was just entertainment, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, and people and, beefing with each other, they might say something about somebody, and then if something happens, mm-hmm. it gets put on you, right? And it's weird, right? Because the culture actually shamed rappers if they weren't living their lyrics. In hindsight, that was beyond stupid. It should have always just been entertainment. It should have always just been pushed as fictional storytelling. But yeah, the, the envy's point. You know, I think I think Jay and Meek should be telling these brothers to stop incriminating themselves in their music. You know yeah, I mean? you got to be a damn fool to do a crime. I just moved 32 bricks, and you really did? Okay. But you can tell why they did it, though, because all these real street dudes were like, oh, people getting money off our lifestyle, we might as well rap too. So they started rapping and telling their real life and started really talking about things they were really doing in the street, and then when they get jammed up, that stuff gets used against them in court. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll talk about that more. You guys marinate on that. And, well, and somebody need to ask Jay-Z the magic question. What? Did you really get 92? Did you really lose 92 bricks? He said he did. He said he did. No. Was it just entertainment? No. Mm -hmm. He said that was true. He did? Yes. Where? Didn't he respond? I don't know, but I want to know. That haunts me. Y'all don't be making stuff up. (laughs) No, he he I ain't never heard him say it was true now. He said it was true. Absolutely said it was true. Remember, he could be wearing a wire. Pat him down, Red. Who? Me? You. What you mean? That's that's old cases. That's over 20 years. It's all entertainment. He also said it's all entertainment. Well, he has to say that. <laughs> wow, you a rat for real. Jesus Christ. What's up with you, man? I seen a body. Wow. Yeah, what are you talking about? You I know about a body. Yeah, could you close this, please? Jesus Christ. No, let him keep going. <laughs> keep the, we got the tape roll. Keep going. Go ahead. Have anything else you want to go on the record with? When's the last time you did uh, jury duty? Wow. I actually just got called into jury duty, and they made me call... I know, I called in every day like I, I, I was supposed to. I know you got called. I called in every day like I was supposed to, but I never got, my number didn't come up, so I didn't have to go in yet. Right, but I did my up. responsibility, yes. Yeah, your number's going to get called up. That's fine with me. I call those people. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. That's fine with me. I have no problem serving jury duty. <laughs> there you go. Somebody did call me yesterday and said he think Envy would play a good cop in a, in, a, in a movie role. I'm not even joking. Yeah? I'm dead serious. How much they got? I don't know, but you might be getting an offer. Set me up. I'm not lying. Set me up. Great snitch. Set me up. Set me up. That's what you do, right? Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, front page news, what are we talking about? Yes, this abandoned home with no bedrooms sold for $2 million. Where could this be? All right. We'll get into the that Bronx. next. It's the, it's the Breakfast Club. Come on. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You're checking out the Breakfast Club. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy here. It's all fun and games, so someone screenshots your message. Say goodbye to morning after guilt with that chat. This new encrypted social platform can help you stay truly private. No screenshots, recordings, or leaked messages. Get that chat for iPhone and Android at the App Store or find it at datchat.com forward slash envy. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We, God, we are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some front page news. Let's start off with sports. Now, Dak Prescott, he had to apologize. Uh, they were talking to him about uh, the fans throwing the trash on the why, field. Why y'all keep talking about my Cowboys, man? 
And uh, at first, I guess he said it was good, and uh, they said he wasn't throwing the trash at the fa- at the players; they were throwing at the officials. And he had to apologize for saying that this was is a old. good thing. No, it's not. Let's yes, play it. it is. Okay. I understand fans and 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 the word fan for fanatic. I get that, but um, to know everything that we put into this day in and day out, try our hardest. Um, nobody comes in in the game wanting or expecting expecting to lose, and um, for for people to react that way when you're supposed to be a supporter. Um, and, and be with us through thick and thin. Uh, th- that's tough. I think they were aiming at the referees. Yeah, yeah. they went the referees. Credit to them then. Yeah. Why are we playing this? So, so he apologized for saying credit to the fans for throwing the trash at the referees. Now maybe the referees need a trash too at them. Would the referees trash that game? You I'm not going to sit here and blame the referees. We lost. Salute to the 49ers. But yo, don't act like officials don't be doing some trash things. All right, that might not have been for that game. That might have been for the whole year. What else we got, Yeezy? A poor officiating. All right. So an abandoned townhouse in San Francisco, which is described uh, on uh, on sale as the worst house on the best block, went for sale for $1.97 million. It has zero bedrooms, mismatched floors, boarded up windows. Uh, the staircase looks like it's going to collapse. 2,100 square feet, $1.97 million. Mm-hmm. Can you call it a, a, a house if it ain't got no bedrooms? That's not like an office building or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really small and it's abandoned. So they said they didn't even expect to get that much uh, for it, but they did. Where is that again? It's in San Francisco. Okay. There ain't no bedrooms. It's just a barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you see the pictures of it, man, the kitchen looks old. And uh, TripAdvisor has released their most popular world destination for 2022. So if you can guess, what is number one on that list of the most popular, highest rated uh, overall places? In the whole world? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, number three on the list is Cancun. Number two is London. And number one on the list is Dubai. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So if anybody wants to take a trip, they said that's a popular spot. It's been slowly rising in the ranks over the past few years, Dubai? and now it is the number one most popular destination in the world. Dubai I feel like everybody nice. been going to yeah. Dubai for Dubai is very nice. It's just a long flight, but it's it's very nice. Well, if you want to go to Dubai, you have to present a negative PCR test within mm-hmm. 72 hours of arrival, and that's trimmed down to 48 hours depending on where you're coming from, by the way, if you're traveling from high-risk uh, places. So just make sure before you go anywhere, you check what the regulations are. Is Dubai a high-risk place? Um, I'm not sure if, how high-risk it is in there. but mm. And you cannot smoke weed. You cannot bring weed. You will go to jail in Dubai for yeah, weed. Who, who, who got locked up there? Esco? Yeah, that's Future DJ, yeah. Esco, right? Yeah. That's where the 56 Nights came from, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then do yeah. you know for the United States what the uh, most searched for travel to place, one of the favorite places to travel to in the United States? Alabama. Miami. Uh, actually, Miami's number eight on the list. Uh, New York is number five. Atlanta. Atlanta is not on the list, but Savannah, Georgia is on the list. Oh, Savannah's beautiful. Drop on the clue bomb for Savannah, Georgia. Beautiful city Savannah is. I know Charleston got to be up there. Charleston, South Carolina. It's not in the top ten. What? Mm-mm. Uh, number three is Maui in Hawaii. Number two is Oahu in Hawaii. And number I didn't one. Even think about Hawaii. That's the United States. Yes. Stop it. <laughs> I don't, I know. This guy's crazy. <laughs> I thought you had to have a passport to go to Hawaii. No, no you, you do don't. Not. What's wrong really? with you? Oh wow. God. And number one on the list is Las Vegas. Boo. <laughs> Why? For People gambling? like to gamble. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your...
front page news. Well, who's two and three? I'm intrigued in America. I just told he you. Just told you. Hawaii. I thought you were just naming Hawaii one. Hawaii and Hawaii. Hawaii. I said number Hawaii. three. I said number two oh, on the list. Oh, 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 oh. Number four is Key West, Florida. Five is New York. Number six is New Orleans, which I love too. Love Seven New is Savannah. Orleans. Eight is Miami. Nine is Nashville. Tennessee. And ten is love Sedona Nashville. and Arizona. Love Nashville. Nashville is beautiful. All right. All right. All right. Well, that is your Blue front to page Sedona news. too. All right, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Now, you, you were telling me about this. Uh, you were telling us about this initiative with Jay and Meek, right? Yes, they're teaming up. They want to block rap lyrics from being used in court. And so they've teamed up with people along with Fat Joe, Big Sean, Yo Gotti, Kelly Rowland, Killer Mike, Robin Thicke, and others. They want New York lawmakers to pass that bill called the Rap Music on Trial. So they want to make sure that uh, prosecutors aren't using these lyrics to try to prosecute people. All right. What are your thoughts on this? 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. Well, now, if you remember, Key and Pill did a skit mm-hmm. for Comedy Central where this is exactly what happened in these rap lyrics. What I care about is that I 100% know that you murdered Darnell Simmons. So, you better start talking. Yeah, but you ain't got nothing. I, you know, I'm actually, I'm very glad that you said that. Uh, because I, respectfully, I beg to differ. I killed Darnell, yeah, I shot him with my knife. I shot him nine times, 9 p.m. on the dime. And by the way, it was November night. Yeah, it's kind of hard to not use that in court. <laughs> I imagination. Well, at the end of this skit, he did end up getting off. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say that's just entertainment. And yeah. some of these lyrics do be like that. Super explicit. But that's a, a lot of that is, 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 is our fault, though, because, you know, we prided, you know, uh, our, we actually used to shame rappers if they weren't living their lyrics. Right. You know what I mean? If they weren't being real. Right. You know? All right. Well, let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, what it's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about an initiative that Jay-Z and Meek Mill are trying to do. And what's that, Yee? They want to mm. black rap lyrics from being used in court by prosecutors. Okay, and we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your opinions? What are your thoughts on it? Let's start with you, Yee. What do you think? I think it depends. It's a case-by-case thing. You know, mm-hmm. lyrics are a form of self-expression. It's creativity. It's entertainment. But if it's, like, very specific and you're basically naming names and mm-hmm. describing how you did something and it's exactly how it happened. Which a lot of rappers do sometimes. Well, I can say a lot, but rappers have done before. Right. But sometimes if you have beef with somebody and you say something in a rhyme and it just happens to be a coincidence. That's something different. Then but that's if, something different. But if you talk about you shot somebody on, on the 5th and you were wearing a blue shirt and they had a red shirt. And well, you, damn, Envy. If that was the case, nah, you need to go to jail. Yeah, I agree. It's all case-by-case case basis, man. I think we should be we should be telling these brothers to stop incriminating themselves in Correct. their music. You know what I'm saying? All these real street dudes, you know, who saw all these people making all this money off rap, so they decided to start rapping and started talking about the things that they were really doing in the street. They don't need to be encouraged to do that in any way, shape, or form. And, and you know, like I said earlier, hip-hop is a genre that prides itself on being real. But, you know, the reality is most of these rappers are lying, okay, and mm-hmm. have always historically lied. And they should have told us it was entertainment from the start. And they should have told us it was fictional storytelling from the start. But I, I respect the initiative, but it's really, really on a case-by-case basis. I think so. Like, you can't. 
like the way these guys are now where they really are detailing things. by the way not just detailing it showing you that they did it on instagram and then rapping about it Correct. <laughs> so it's really on a case-by-case -case basis yeah like or, you or, said or the thing that they they actually took from somebody they're wearing the chain that they're, oh they're, my like, god like so many people snitch on themselves. You don't wear the chain after you just robbed somebody and shot them and you got the chain on? Like, yeah, yeah, I can't get in the way. watch? Like, come on. I respect Jay and Meek's initiative, but I can't get in the way of these stupid people self-snitching on themselves. No. I really can't. Like, no. why would I get in the way of these stupid people self-snitching on themselves? If they want to commit crimes and then incriminate themselves via music or social media, let them. <laughs> like, why are you getting in the way of the police? All right? I agree. You know what? If I was the feds, I'd be sitting back like, you know what? Ask Mr. Carter if he really lost 92 bricks and got them all back. That's what we need to know. Oh, boy. Hello, who's this? <laughs> brother Michael Forehead, Jacksonville, Florida. Brother Michael Forehead. What's up, brother? Michael Forehead? You said Michael Forehead? Michael 4X. 4X. Oh, 4X. 4X. I was like, what? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brother Michael Forex. Oh, NOI. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. NOI. Yes, sir. As alaykum, brother. Walaikum salam. It's four of us in our city, and I'm the fourth one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, brother. So go ahead, man. What's your thoughts? I don't, I kind of, I agree with what Jay and Meek want to do. However, I think the first people that they need to talk to is the rappers, especially our young brothers. That's right. You know, it's nothing wrong with talking about your struggle, where you came from, what you've been through, but it should be, we should put a, we should put a flag on ourselves as to what we say and what we don't say. If we know the government, if we know if we know the court and we know the government has been doing this for years, then we should take the initiative to stop. Go ahead and petition them, but at the same time, we should be proactive and we should be changing the narrative in terms of what we say, how we say it, when we say it, and where we say it. Yeah, it's too much celebration you, of the drug culture. It's too much glorification of the gang culture. And the change starts with them, right? Like, is, is Meek going to stop rapping about street stuff? I'm just saying, like, like is Meek going to stop rapping about the things that he's done or may have done? Like, I don't know. Like, it starts with you, right? But also, if, but if, if it's your real life and you really life, did things. And it's a statute of limitations, right, of what you can talk about and how you grew up. But if there's an open case to something that you did that could put you in jail for life. Mm -hmm. Something you're about, about to it, do. <laughs> you're a damn fool. Mm -hmm. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Tyler. How y'all feeling? Tyler, Hello, Tyler. Good morning. Uh, what, hey, what are your thoughts? Good. Yeah, good morning, morning. So uh, what I want to contribute to this as far as, like, uh, the cops being able to prosecute dudes off of their lyrics, I think they should. Because y'all gotta put this in perspective. What if that guy committed a crime against me and mine? You know what I'm saying? Like, he killed one of my people, he robbed me, he went ahead and made a song about it and make a million. I'm pissed. So I'm I need you. this dude to get off. You know what I'm saying? Get out of here. Right. Okay. And you Thank know you. what? Rappers have to put a lot of blame on themselves, too, because if you were a rapper who was just rapping for entertainment, but you was glorifying this certain street lifestyle, right. you made the guy who's really doing it feel like it's okay to do it. So now this guy comes around mm -hmm. telling the truth because he think he can get away with telling the truth because right. you've been lying all of these shit. What right. about people that be on social media, thugging? Because they use that in court, too. Yes, they yeah. should definitely well, get locked up. I mean, mm -hmm. even even like, you know, Charlamagne has written a couple of books. I, I, I just finished the book, and I know Yee's about to write her book. But even with the book, I don't know about you, Charlamagne, but I had to have my attorney look over it to make sure that everything in that book that I won't get sued or get in trouble for. Yeah, just change got, names. And you got to change names. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's you got to change names. Sometimes they got to verify stories. Yes. You know what I mean? Like if I'm talking about even stuff with your parents. Yes. If you're talking about stuff that you went through with your parents, they have to go verify things like that. Change Absolutely. their names. <laughs> Never change your parents' names. But 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts when it comes to Jay-Z and Meek Mill? They're starting an initiative so that uh, you can't be prosecuted for your rap lyrics. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Meek Mill and Jay-Z's initiative to try to stop uh, the, the fact that they uh, can prosecute you for your rap lyrics. So they're trying to take that off the floor, correct? Yeah, and, and listen, I respect it. I just really don't know if the checks and balances start there. I would love to hear more from Jay and Meek on this because it feels like they're aiming at the wrong target. I feel like you should be telling rappers not to get in the studio and incriminate yourself if you're really living this way. Or if you're still, you know, cl close to the lifestyle that you used to live. Or you're still around people who are still living that life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't get in the studio and start saying their names and what they did and right. who they did it to. You know? I feel like that's where it should start as opposed to saying, let's not use their lyrics in court. How about, no, tell them, don't incriminate themselves. Hello, who's this? This is DJ calling from Providence. What's up, bro? What's your thoughts, man? Um, you know, I get it. I love why they're doing it. Um, I fully understand. I'm saying that if that's the case, then they should be locking these label owners up to them because they're an accessory to what these artists are putting out. That is very true. For, for these, uh, for their lyrics and everything. That is very I true. See, I don't see them locking up uh, these people in Hollywood for making these, these movies and documentaries that, that they put out. That is very true. So, well, documentaries yeah. and movies are a lot different. Uh, a lot of them is they change the names and stuff like that. But a lot of these rap songs, they're not changing no names. They're telling you exactly what they're doing. That's a great point, though. D these labels are accessories to these crimes. But it, but then it, it comes to freedom of speech. They don't do facts and checks. They're letting you say. They're basically saying, you do what you got to do, and we're just going to push you on a, on a bigger platform. Well, it's freedom of speech right. true. But guess what? If this guy incriminated himself on a record... You heard this record. You put this record out. Why didn't you alert the authorities? <laughs> why, you, why you didn't call us? Right. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Yo, this is Joe Two Times for the Bronx, man. Joe What's Two Times. Two Times. What up, Top Joe? Top of the morning, TBC. Top of I the mean, top. I agree with Jay-Z and, and the other artists. And Meek Mill. I want to say is, yeah, Meek Mill, Big Sean, and um, because the courts don't really understand the lyrics, but they want to prosecute them. The artists, you know, I they agree with that. Meaning time, what yep. they say, you know, they could be meaning something totally opposite of what they're saying versus what the DA is trying to prosecute them for. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? But, you know, that's why we have to let people know what's entertainment and what's not entertainment. I think what we're talking about and why we're saying it has to be on a case by case basis because okay. some of these things is very blatant. Like they're literally naming people, naming the location, naming wow, exactly absolutely. what they did. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's kind of hard. That's kind of hard to not use in court. But that's like Rockefeller Records. So what does Rockefeller mean? What does Death Row Records mean? What does Sniper Gang mean? You understand what I'm saying? It's like that's just all entertainment. Entertainment. That's not. That doesn't sound like too much entertainment. You can. You can easily say it's entertainment, but you know, in the streets, it means something else. That's true. You that know is what true. I mean? And that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's it's a kind of a give and take thing with Jay Z and the, and the other artists is doing. I understand completely where they're coming from, and I respect it. You know, because you don't want black artists getting arrested for subliminal messages when in the streets it means one thing, but to them they not really like that. Like a court day, for for instance. You understand what I'm saying? He's not he's not like that, but he. He's living, experience things that he can 
put in his music. That don't necessarily mean he's done it. Well, no, I, I, no, they're not arresting people for their lyrics. It's okay. like when you get in trouble for a crime. And then sometimes they might use your lyrics, lyrics against the crime, you. They're right. not arresting you because of what you're oh, saying. Like if in your there was rhymes. a body or a killing or, or a shooting, they're saying in, right. in this song on this day, you you reference that shooting. Yes, there's been cases okay. where rappers have yeah. got rappers have gone to jail for putting money on people's heads. I think Six Nine right. might even got locked up for that too. They, I think they used his lyrics or something. I believe. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Stand to save itself, though. You know, so it's kind of give and take. Like I said, though. But yeah, we're conflating two things though. But there's been times where rappers have gone to jail for putting money on people's heads, and then they've gone to their songs, and in the song they talk about putting, putting money, money on person's that person's head. Correct. Mm -hmm. Like, ugh, how can I not use that in court? That's an admission of guilt in your music. Now, what's the moral of the story? Moral of the story is stop self snitching on yourself. First of all, stop doing crime. That's number one. That's that's that's, that's, that's number, really one. number one. That should be number one. Stop, Stop doing, doing crime. crime. And number two, if you're doing crime, don't get on records and glorify it and celebrate it. You know what I mean? Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Well, yeah. You got rumors up, coming up? Well, speaking of crimes, let's talk about Hugh Hefner. There's an upcoming docuseries, Secrets of Playboy, that is starting uh, Monday, January 24th. And it looks like uh, his assistant is saying he's just like Bill Cosby with the Quaaludes. And isn't it wild that they waited for him to pass away to start telling these stories? I think people have told stories before he passed away. I ain't away. hearing no stories like this. Now they're coming out like crazy. They're doing documentaries. All these women are talking about you. You ever heard about the pig nights? No. What's All right, we'll talk about it. Oh, boy. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. How are you mixing up two songs? I was singing both of them. It was the same I, I, same era. That I was a mixtape era. I love when uncles and aunties, you know, start singing songs from our '90s era, and we mixing them up. Like he came in the room singing. Um, I'm not I'm, no, you came in the room singing "Freak Like Me" Adina Howard. No, I did not. Right? No, he and was actually singing "Heard It All Before." Heard it all before. No, then he switched to all before. No. What? You sure? You sure? I no, he you just switched to heard it all before. He's, he was singing I'm Not Feeling You. And then he I'm Not Feeling You. There you go. I was singing Yvette Michelle. Vet and Michelle. I was singing Sunshine Anderson. Yeah, he mixed up the two songs. I was singing both of them. Because he asked you why you were singing Yvette Michelle, and you was like, I don't know. I just heard it. I was like, why are you randomly Oh, no, here? that's what it was. He was singing Yvette Michelle, and you said, why are you singing that? And he goes, because I saw Sunshine Anderson on the fly. <laughs> that's what your old ass said. That's what you said. And then you heard Freak Like Me. So what's on your mind? Hey man, listen. He's we're, looking at you. We, He's looking at me. We are combined age of 173 <laughs> in this room. <laughs> All right. Okay. I think. No, it's not that old. Your Why? math is so, so off. It's 100 plus. Easy. 173 with me. Everybody here was like 60 something years old. No, as a matter of fact, with my goddamn calculator. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if I can't remember nothing, you think I know how to do math? Oh, Definitely not. All right. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Good morning. We got the Breakfast Club, by the way. We got rumors on the way. Well, let's talk about Big Daddy Kane then. He apologized for kicking a sign language interpreter off the stage. Now, I've seen this story now. 133. If you <laughs> if, if you're on stage and I'm performing and I see a sign language, he's... You're you know, throwing up gang signs. You got to go. <laughs> right. Especially if we're on the West Coast. You're going to get us all killed. That's right. I don't know what's going on out here. <laughs> all right. right. You got to let me know that you're a sign language interpreter. That's you decided right. to throw it up sets. Beat it. I don't claim no sets, no colors, no nothing. Nothing. What's wrong with you? Was it was a guy white or black, though? I'm just kidding. I don't care what they were. Was he old or young? Because, you know, sometimes they got the old people doing it. And he, uh, we'll look, get to that story next. Looking like me in pictures. Don't know what to do with your hands. You just on stage throwing up all types of stuff. I don't know what's going on. All right. We'll get to the rumors next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I make her do it! Mm -hmm. That's not actually. She said she's going to make him, him do it. I, well, I wasn't going to say I make No. You going to sing this song? Sing it. Are you sing it. How's it go? No. I eat the booty <laughs> like groceries and I say it. 
Say the ad lib. Nope. Say Why are you staring at each other like that? <laughs> this is awkward and uncomfortable. Morning, everybody. Okay, well, you do the groceries part. I'll do the ad lib. All right. <laughs> because he <laughs> do it, do it, go ahead. Make him do it. I make it eat the booty like groceries. I make him do it. There you go. <laughs> Grow we're, up. We're silly, man. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk, Big Daddy Kane. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. But Big Daddy Kane has apologized for an incident that I guess some people were offended by. He was on stage performing, and there was a sign language interpreter on stage with him. They ain't telling me what was going on. No, no, no. Understand and understood nothing. I want everybody to enjoy it. You feel me? That was the apology, right? That was him on stage, and... He w- didn't know what was going on, and he was trying to get the man off the stage in the middle of his performance and get him to leave, and here's what he explained afterwards. Yeah, I've done a lot of crazy stuff in my life, but I would never try to disrespect an interpreter that's doing sign language for the deaf community on stage. No one told me what was going on. No one told my manager. So when I came on stage and saw someone just mouthing the lyrics, you know, I was trying to get him off the stage. But no one showed the clip of me apologizing to the brother and allowing them to stay on stage and finish the show. I want everyone to enjoy the show, and that means even those that can't hear it. Much respect to the deaf community. I would never disrespect y'all, and much love to that interpreter. Again, I apologize, my brother. You need the interpreter while you're doing the apology because, you know, you can't say much love to the deaf community if they're they just looking at your, your mouth for moving. You're saying they can't and hear That's number one. Number right. two, as an artist, I need to know everybody on stage. You know what I mean? And people that don't need to be on stage, yeah. if I don't know, of course I'm going to ask if you to I move. I don't yeah, he know. He a heads up. And they, and they throwing up the signs. You throwing up gang signs on stage? I don't know what's going on behind the, me. Yeah, get up the stage. I don't know what this is. What Where if is I'm on security? the West Coast? <laughs> Word up. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Bill Cosby and Hugh Hefner, what do they have in common oh, according oh to an upcoming docuseries? Secrets of Playboy that's going to be on A&E starting Monday, January 21st. Well, several members of Hugh Hefner's Inner Circle are coming forward and talking about things that have happened. Uh, one thing we've already heard about are these pig nights. You know what that is? No, what is no, a pig night? A pig night? Uh, they were accused of, well, apparently he would amuse himself by hiring ugly prostitutes to have sex with him and his friends. And so that's one thing that people have already spoken about publicly. And now... Uh, according to this, they would have group sex at least five nights a week. There was a protocol. They said it got really ugly. And his right-hand woman is actually speaking out. She dated Hugh Hefner in the late 70s and early 80s. And she said that things would get ugly. She said, I felt like I was a ringmaster. I had to put on the same show on every night. It was the same script. Welcome to the family. We're embracing you. It was all a lie. I watched girl after girl show up, fresh-faced, adorable, and their beauty just washed away. We were nothing to him. He was like a vampire. He sucked the life out of these girls for decades. Here is a trailer for that docuseries. There was a side of Playboy that nobody wants to talk about. He was an advocate for sexual freedom and the First Amendment. And he really did believe he owned these women. There's some things that I never saw the light of day. I didn't realize that getting into the Playboy world was a dangerous choice. I have extensive electronic equipment in the house, which includes videotape equipment. Sometimes things happen in the bedroom. It was a beautiful world. It looked that way, but it was really ugly. When you get someone that powerful, anything could happen. Anything. 
I wouldn't trade places with anyone else in the world. His legacy should comprise the whole story. The people who are really there, they're the ones who know the real truth. His executive assistant during those years, Lisa Loving Barrett, said that he had a stockpile of quaaludes and he mm. would use those allegedly uh, as well and rape women with those. And he would call them leg spreaders because Yikes. he could get women to do what they wanted, what he wanted them to do that way. Yeah, you, you should have you led with that one because everything else, that sounded like what I would expect to be happening in the Playboy Mansion. All the group sex and... Yeah, you but know, why now? I, I would prefer they did it before when he was alive. At least he could have locked him up, put him in jail, you know? Well, Holly Madison spoke about it in her memoir, Down the Rabbit Hole. She said that he offered her a quaalude her first night in the mansion, and she didn't take it. But he also did fight a sexual battery lawsuit uh, before he passed away as well. Uh, is, is it true that quaaludes were like the molly of the time? Like the, the ecstasy of the time? Mm-mm. I always hear people say I that. don't know. I wasn't, you know... Mm hard for me to say, mm-hmm. but we saw that in Wolf of Wall Street, too. The Quaaludes, remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So apparently they were uh, somewhat popular, but it's not, you can't give anybody something ever if they don't know about it. You can't slip something in someone's drink or uh, crush it up or do anything like that. Mm. All right, now Gunna has scored the number one spot on Billboard 200, and The weekend is number two. Congrats to Gunna! Yes, so his album... Uh, did 150,000 equivalent units. Mm-hmm. While, uh, yeah, good. so congratulations. Dropping the clues bombs for Gunna. Yep. This is his second number one album, his fourth project to land in the top 10. Congrats so, to Gunna. Congratulations. And that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? <sighs> donkey of the day uh, is going to Mackenzie Fierston. She needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with her. You don't got to lie to kick it. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. It's time to wake up. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Angela Yee here, and my friends at the General Insurance give you quality car insurance for less. Check out their affordable rates and flexible payment options by calling 800-GENERAL or visiting thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Get donkey at a date, you you dumb ass. You get donkey at a date, you you dumb ass. You are a donkey. I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man <laughs> to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Wednesday, January 19th goes to a 24 year old woman named Mackenzie. Fierston, okay? Uh, I am sending McKenzie healing energy this morning. McKenzie won a prestigious Rhodes Scholarship last year to study at Oxford University. Don't you clap. Don't you drop one of clues bombs. Don't you, you know, do anything, okay? Relax your butthole, all right? And get ready to give this... Don't don't get, don't give this woman any praise or celebrate her in any way until you hear me out because grand opening, grand closing, McKenzie has lost her place, her scholarship, after accusations that she lied about her past. Oh, she's like a gangster rapper who got exposed for not being real. Now, what happened? Okay. Well, she was one of only 32 people selected for the scholarship in November 2020. Uh, according to the Evening Standard, McKenzie received praise for overcoming a self-described difficult and impoverished upbringing. 
Oh, she claimed it was a hard knock life for her. Okay, according to the Times, she called herself a queer first-generation low-income student. And in a report by the Philadelphia Inquirer last year, McKinsey said she bounced between various foster homes in her childhood. QB Rabbit from 8 Mile to come tell the truth about Clarence living at home with both parents. And Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. See, after this profile drop, folks came out to say, uh-uh. Okay, now they could be haters. They could be people who just believe in folks speaking truth to power. But whoever the person was, they remained anonymous. And they said that McKenzie has been blatantly dishonest about her past. Let's go to News Nation for the report, please. It is fair to say that Rhodes Scholars are some of the smartest, most successful people on the planet. Only 32 people are chosen to be one each year worldwide. McKenzie lost that scholarship and may lose her Ivy League graduate degree as well after an investigation discovered that she may have lied her way to the top. She said she was the first generation to head off to college, that she grew up poor uh, with a history of abuse, bouncing back and forth between foster homes. That was all in the applications, conversations. Still, she earned straight A's, was accepted into grad school at University of Pennsylvania and Ivy League itself, right? And eventually she landed that Rhodes Scholarship. And one anonymous tip later, authorities discovered that Mackenzie actually went to a $30,000 a year private school in <gasps> suburban St. Louis called the Whitfield School. <gasps> Turns out her mom was a radiologist for <gasps> home, a pretty sweet tree-lined street. Mackenzie even spent time riding horseback as a kid. Mackenzie, you may have lied to me. You may have lied to me. I don't understand why people lie to kick it. Okay, Mackenzie, you went in. All right, you went to Cranbrook. That's a private school. Well, it wasn't Cranbrook. It was Whitfield. 30000 a year in St. Louis. You had hobbies like horse riding, skydiving. Your mother was a radiologist. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, she did spend less than a year in foster care at the age of 17 because she claimed she was pushed down the stairs by her mother. But how can you believe that story when you got caught in all these other lies, you know, about this scholarship? Okay, see, that, that, that's the thing about getting caught in a lie. I'm never really upset that a person lied to me. I'm upset that from now on I can't believe you. Okay, in fact, when the Rose Committee interviewed McKenzie about claims she made regarding the violent incident with her mother. She said her facial features were so distorted and swollen that she couldn't tell them apart. But the Rhodes Committee said this was inconsistent with the hospital records regarding the incident. All right, The committee's report said that either McKenzie has fabricated this abuse by her mother or her mother has lied about the terrible abuse. Could be either or. All right, Moral of the story is uh, Penn and the Rhodes Trust are withholding uh, you know her master's degree because they received credible information that called into question her statements made and her applications for admission, financial assistance, and scholarships. Okay? It wasn't just Rico eating a banana, dropping a dime on McKenzie either. The Rose Trust did its own investigation, and they considered evidence and arguments provided by McKenzie and even gave her the opportunity to withdraw from her candidacy, and she's still holding on to the lie. In fact, she insists she did not lie and said that the Rose Trust is targeting a survivor of abuse, all right? She filed a lawsuit in December alleging that the trust and university investigators have victimized her. Look, God bless her. Uh, send her healing energy if she needs it. But if it looks like a rug, walks like a rug, talks like a rug, quacks like a rug, it's probably a lion-ass rug. I know you're wondering why I said rug and not ducks. It's because I've seen rugs lying. Or is it laying? Damn, that don't make any sense because ducks lay eggs. They don't lie eggs. All I'm trying to say is lying for no reason as an adult is really weird. Okay, my dad would always say when you lie, you're not lying to anyone but yourself. And I agree. Mackenzie, I'm not mad at you for gaming this system, but I am disturbed that you are potentially taking a scholarship away from someone who needs it. 
Okay. Sounds like you can afford to go to Penn, and you sound like you had the grades to get in. So what kind of comedy do you think you're going to get back by taking something away from someone who could actually use it? I truly do believe the truth will set you free. But first, you need to recognize which lie is holding you hostage, Mackenzie. This lie is holding you hostage because this lie has become national news and it's going to haunt you. It's going to hold you hostage for a long time until you just admit, I was just trying to get a free scholarship. I was just trying to save some money. Okay, I saw a potential shortcut and I took advantage of that. Scamming happens. We can get over scamming, but lying, no. Okay, and above all, Mackenzie, you don't lie to yourself. All right, the person who lies to himself and listens to their own lies comes to a point that they can't distinguish the truth, you know, within them or around them. And they end up losing all respect for themselves and for others. And having no respect for yourself, you start to cease to love yourself. And we don't want that to happen, Mackenzie. Please let Remy Ma give uh, Mackenzie. What's Mackenzie's last name? I don't forgot that fast. Mackenzie Fierston, the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? And there's no need to play a game against where she is. This is a white woman. All right. Okay. That's why, <laughs> that's why it makes no sense what she did. You was going to getting this this school, Mackenzie. Mm. You know, are you? If, if not, you would have gotten to some great school. You didn't. You didn't need a scholarship. All right, well, right. I can't say who needs a scholarship. Everybody would want a scholarship, but you don't have to lie to get one. It it's, not, already, it's not for you. It's not for you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that uh, donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, up next, ask ye. 800-585-1051. You need relationship advice. So any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Ye, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. Breakfast Club. This is Swimmy Jane the Pillin. Bump, how you feeling? Respectfully. Bump, how you feeling? What's your question for Yeezy, though? All right, basically, I broke up with my ex recently. I broke up with her like two months ago, and it was mostly because of the money problems, and I couldn't carry it no more. But I was trying to tell her to, like, I was giving her advice on how she could do better with her college and how to do part-time, but she just, any advice I gave her, she threw out the window and said I wasn't supporting her. Mm-hmm. And I still like her, but now her sister, who is like two years older than her, likes me because she knows we broke up. So now I don't know what to do because both our birthdays just passed, so we both said happy birthday to each other and then started to like rebuild a little mutual talking. But I don't know if I should go for her sister now. And I don't want to feel bad. Like, should there be morals into this or, or what? Uh, yeah, you can't date your ex's sister, especially because you still are in contact with your ex. You think that's worth it? And then it's going to tear their family apart. I, yeah, true. Psychologically, I don't want to put them through nothing like that. But, like, I'm a pleaser. Like, God gave me something to press people with. So it's like... There's no other woman you could find other than your ex's sister? I mean... They both bad, though. Like, we're both young, so I'm pretty sure the sick of, like, pan over. And I don't know if I can somehow get a threesome one day. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This sounds kind of selfish to me. Imagine, is this somebody you see yourself with? Like... You saying they just both bad, but can you see yourself like at holidays with this woman and having to see your ex there, and then knowing that you cause tension in the family? Are you okay with that? No, no, it's gonna be awkward. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not just about you know you being attracted to somebody; it's also about doing what's right. True, but why is she texting me if she knows I was with her sister? Though? Why are you texting her if you know you were with her sister? 
<laughs> I, I mean, it sounds like her sister ain't ish anyway. Is that somebody you want to be with? Somebody who would date her her little sister's ex? Is that the type of person you want to lay down with? Nah. Um, imagine imagine what she'll do to you. Oh, yeah, true. And can you live with yourself? I mean, I don't really get like, really emotional. I really think stops to get through my ways in life. I really feel and talk away about most things. But, um... I, it just feels like unnecessary drama. That's all I'm saying. And you got to think about your karma and you got to think about how it affects other people and not just yourself and your penis. Yeah, that's that's key too. I'll be for a situation. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. Bro, damn, appreciate it. I'm going to think about this. Damn. Yeah, you're gonna, I, yeah, it sounds like you're still going to do it, but I'm just telling you, you should no, think. No, no, no. I don't. Can I do it it just sounds unnecessary. What if it's a setup? What if they're not working? Yeah. What if they're not working? It's just too yeah. many, too many variables, variables, too many things to think about. And if it's not a setup, I would be thinking that the sister is whack. And who wants to be with somebody like that? Would you trust her? No, I wouldn't trust her after that. I, you, you know I gotta know my work. Um, I gotta stop thinking. Yeah, you are smart. You are kind. <laughs> All right. Lips. <laughs> I said lip service. All right. Well, good luck, but I'm telling you, don't do it. It's not worth it. Uh, Why do we want to make life hard? Stop being so what? Stop being so mook, man. We hearing you. Oh, you 40. I know you 40 plus using that boof. term. That's <laughs> you. I just turned 22 days ago. And you still say mook? Mook. <laughs> I, don't, I can't hear what you. I can't hear what you said. You got something too far down your throat. Oh my god! <laughs> we heard that. We heard that one. Huh? <laughs> All right. All right. Good luck, Jay. All right. Well, ask ye eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. God bless you guys. My name is uh, Reynaldo. Good right. morning, Reynaldo. What's your question? So my question is, when things aren't always going according to plan, you know, sometimes you believe in things and you have faith. It doesn't mean you throw away your faith. But my question is, what do you keep doing to stay in that positive aspect of your goal? You know, when think, it doesn't go as you want. So. I think in general, most times things don't go as you want, right? Right. And so that's life. You know, life throws you curveballs and you have to adapt to that. And sometimes things end up better than you anticipated. But I think you should never compromise your morals and your beliefs just because things aren't going as they planned, right, as you planned right now. Sometimes God's planning is better than your own planning. Amen. Wow. No, that's awesome. I've been, yeah, I've been still praying to God. You know, I'm a Christian and stuff. You know, I'll just uh, finish up real quick. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I was I was hearing about you guys talking about Michael Todd. I know we're not talking about that. But, like, God had told me to ask this question, you guys. And God bless you, all three of you, uh, Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy, and, of course, you. Um, Is there something in particular happening in your life right now that you had a question about? Yeah, I mean, you know, just right now, you know, I'm, I'm making this music. Uh, I decided to change everything <laughs> I've done for Jesus Christ. And I'm about to drop my first uh, Christian mixtape. And uh, all of a sudden, 
like the devil started attacking me in all these ways, like trying to make me go back, I feel like, from what I wanted. So then I started watching your uh, podcast or your radio station because I'm a truck driver. I listen to you guys all the time. And God was like, just call and ask that question, and I'll give you the answer. And I was like, from who? And I, and I didn't know from who, and then it came up coming from you. So God All works right. in mysterious ways. God yeah, and listen, and doing, doing the right thing is not usually easy. And so, you know, don't take the easy way. All right, thank you. I appreciate that. God bless you guys. All right, Ronaldo. All right. Ask ye, 800-585-1051. Now you got rumors on the way? Are you ready for some more Medea? We'll tell you where you can watch the 10th Medea movie next month. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Cardi B is now stepping in. She'll be covering the funeral and burial expenses for each victim of the tragic Bronx fire. And she wants to help alleviate the financial burdens for the families who have been affected. She said, I'm extremely proud to be from the Bronx, and I have lots of family and friends who live and work there still. So when I heard about the fire and all of the victims, I knew I needed to do something to help. I cannot begin to imagine the pain and anguish that the families of the victims are experiencing, but I hope that not having to worry about the costs associated with burying their loved ones will help as they move forward and heal. I send my prayers and condolences to everyone affected by this horrific tragedy. Dropping the clues bombs for Big Body. Mm-hmm. You can say a lot of things about Cardi, but you can never question her heart. Mm-hmm. Beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. All right, now there's going to be a new Medea movie on Netflix in February, and that's going to be February 25th, Tyler Perry's A Medea Homecoming. So get ready for that. It's a 10th feature film starring Medea in a major role. So yes, I thought they stopped Medea. That's what he had said, but I guess it's the homecoming. So, you know, she's celebrating her great grandson's college graduation, and then there's some hidden secrets and family drama okay. that threaten to destroy the happy homecoming. Salute to Tyler Perry. Y'all don't be watching that. that <laughs> nah, nah, I used to. I, I grew up watching a lot of Medea because you know my my mother-in-law and people <laughs> like they loved Tyler Perry. But the first Tyler Perry movie I ever saw, what was it? Diary of a Mad Black Woman. That yeah, was, that 100%. was the first one I ever saw. I never watched. I never I actually watched went Tyler to a Tyler movies. Perry play about two years ago. It was right before COVID. Mm-hmm. I was never into Tyler Perry. We never watched Tyler Perry. The uh, The Family That Prays. That's a really good one. No, I'm gonna tell you my favorite one. It makes me cry. Daddy's little girl. Man, how you knew? Boy, that movie <laughs> made me cry every single time. Evan, you kind of should watch. He, I've, never, I've never seen any of them. You should not one. Do man, a binge that watch. movie makes me cry, man. When he, especially when he go to fight the drug dealers and then they <laughs> hit the car and he gets out with that pipe and he's like, I got to go to jail because they don't put hands on my daughter. <laughs> Boy, Idris Elba, drop one. Idris Elba's the one asking for that. I don't even Listen, so you gotta phenomenal. watch some of them. Oh my God, I love that. They're pretty watched, good. That's I, a good I one to start with. The Family That Praise is really good too. My mama never watched that stuff. No, Daddy's Little Girl is really good. I never watched it. Makes me sad. You all right? And I love how he got the... Who fighting? I don't know. I love Daddy's Little Girl. Why Daddy's Little Girl is great. Idris Elba, Gabrielle Union is a great movie. All right. Now let's talk about Moneybag Yo. He is starting his own water company. He posted $100 million mood at Vior Water. Send me your address. I'll send you a case and put you down. I'm telling you now, this is the best water in America. So get ready for that, for his uh, new water brand. Envy, don't you have a new water brand, too? 
Uh, yes, positivity water. Water is very difficult. Getting, I mean, it's a lot of competition. There's a lot of shelf space. We got it on a lot of shelves, and the water is doing very, very, very well. Positivity water. You can order it on Amazon, or uh, we have it at the Hudson. If you ever go to the airport, you can ask for it there. But it's very difficult to get in a, in a lot of, on a lot of shelves. Though. Does water ever expire? Um, yes, it does. Yeah, because sometimes it depends if you keep it in the heat. Because sometimes the plastic, you have a drink of water. But I'm talking about expiring, not leaving it in the heat. Like, is there an expiration date? No. No. Uh -uh. I'm just wondering. Mm -mm. I had no idea. What does it taste like? Never tasted water that's been in the heat? No, what does your water taste like, fool? You want to try? I said you too. You want to see if Envy tastes like water? (laughs) You want to try? Are you flirting with me? No, I'm not. Never, you know what? Never you my water? No, you can't just say crisp and refreshing. You got to just... <laughs> Jesus. You, you tell me what my water tastes like. No, oh, God. <laughs> it tastes like water. What's <laughs> <laughs> it like? Water. All right. Now, Ari Fletcher, in the meantime, that's Moneybag Yo's girlfriend. She was on lip service, and here's what she had to say about the threesomes. I had sex with a woman before a man. Like, I really, I'm really into girls. Mm-hmm. Like, on my own. Like, I don't have threesomes, like, because... That's what he want to do. Like, that's what I want to do. You know, like, you, I mean, of course he want to do it, but you know, it's like, he's with it. I re- yeah, like, I really like women. Like, I'm into women. Mm-hmm. So you're so, bisexual? Yeah. I okay. dated, like, I've been in a real relationship with a girl for three years. Start, start the clip over. Why? I just want to hear something in the clip. Play it again. <laughs> I had sex with a woman before a man. Like, I'm same. really, I'm really, who said same? That was you? Like, G-G. on my own. Like, oh, I don't have Okay, you stop it. Like because <laughs> look at you. You ready for some tea? Yeah, look at you. Ready for some yee tea? I said, okay, look at you. Yee. You couldn't wait. I said okay. For the record, I've never had sex with a woman. Okay? Jesus Christ! That's, I mean, it said same. I said okay, yee. I said it's some lip service. I, I'm, I'm asking. But Gigi has told that story many times. She's the first. She lost her virginity to a woman. All right, now Chloe Bailey is. Ask the question, Envy. Go what? ahead. What? Go ahead. Ask. Ask what question? Ask what. Ask Charlemagne, did he have? <laughs> Go ahead. Is that the question you were saying? I don't know what y'all talking about. Mm-mm. What's the question? Mm-mm. Continue on. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, Chloe Bailey is saying that music is her boyfriend. Listen to this. I love the song, and I'm so happy you guys love it too. And he's like such a good friend, and I love that song, and I was so happy to be on the album. So check it out if you have not. While you wait for my new music, darlings, the new music, darlings. New music. I feel like everybody wants to know about my love life. My love life is music, darling. <laughs> so she's not dating Gunna. She was referencing her song with Gunna and telling everybody to listen to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Now, according to reports and sources, they're saying there is some truth to all the claims that have surrounded Wendy Williams and her health. A source told Page Six that uh, it's one thing to see what we have seen in the studio, but it's another thing when certain staff members make it to her home. When the cameras and mics are off, the liquor comes out. And so other reps uh, for Wendy Williams are saying the stories about her health are inaccurate and they have dismissed rumors that she would never return to her show as speculation because some people are saying she's not coming back. Uh, They said some staffers are worried about Wendy Williams, but they still need their paychecks. And they said there's a lot of stories going around that have some truth to them. Oh, we're definitely sending sending Wendy Williams healing energy. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Have you heard of butter? It's skincare created to give melanin-rich skin a flawless complexion. For a limited time, butter's giving away samples for free. 
Visit Butterskin.com and use code BREAKFASTCLUB at checkout. New customers only. Must pay shipping. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. You know what? I want to shout out to all the uh, African-American, all the black athletes that are heading over to overseas for the Olympics, the Winter Olympics. The Beijing Olympics, which I had no idea was um, which was going on, by the way. I thought the Winter Olympics was... I guess it is still wintertime, huh? Yes. Yeah. They were met with uh, some racism yesterday, so I want to say support to all of the black athletes over Can you there. play some of the racism? Can you play what the, the, the Chinese spectators were saying when these people get off the bus? Can you play it? Sure. Now, I don't know how y'all score that, but I thought that mean? that was some really good execution of the That's N-word. Disgusting. What do you mean? I thought it was really good execution of the N-word. I haven't heard mm-hmm. the N-word said with that kind of conviction in a while. And that's saying a lot, being that I live in America and I lived through... I'm from South Carolina and I lived through the Trump era. I haven't heard the N-word used with that much vigor in a long, 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 long Can you time. imagine being an athlete going to do your job in another country and that happens to you? Yes, I can. And the reason I can't... I, mean, I can't imagine because I'm not an athlete, but we've seen it before. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it's such True. a throwback to like, damn... They still doing this, especially in country, other countries. I thought China appreciated, you know, black culture. You gonna say the NBA and the black culture? That, that yeah, they have huge I thought NBA so. games yeah, and things like I that. I thought they appreciated but black these culture. These particular individuals were disgusting. Um, yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm not gonna say it's all people. Which makes me feel like that might have been a plant. What you mean? I don't know if that's a reflection of how uh, a lot of those Chinese spectators feel about um, uh, Black America or Black American culture, because. Like you said, the NBA, you know, hip hop, of course. Hip hop, of course. Yeah. So I'm not going to judge, you know, the whole China based off of well, you can't. those few. Yeah. But that was good execution of the N word. Like they've been watching oh. some videos or something. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> serious. They've been, they've been watching some MAGA rallies or something. That Stop was it. that was some great Stop execution it. of the N word. Right. All right. And listen, man. Uh, salute to the NAACP. They released. The NAACP Image Awards, the nominees for the NAACP Image Awards yesterday, and I have to salute. Uh, reasonably shady podcast. Salute to Giselle and Robin. They got nominated for Outstanding Arts and Entertainment Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I gotta salute uh, the good sister Michelle Williams. She got nominated for her Checking In Podcast uh, in the Lifestyle and Self-Help Podcast category. Both of them got nominated for NAACP Image Awards. And you can catch both of those podcasts on the Black Effect Podcast Network via iHeartRadio. Uh, salute to Michelle, salute to Giselle, salute to Robin. Very deserving. In fact, not even deserving. Y'all earn that. So salute to them, and I hope they win. And it, make sure you go subscribe to their respective podcast. Checking in with Michelle Williams and Reasonably Shady with Giselle and Robin on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Drop one of clues bombs for them, damn it. All right, when we come back, we got the positive notice to breakfast up morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes. Uh, remember, I was talking about you know people lying to themselves earlier, man. I just think it's very weird for adults, you know, to be lying. But I do want everybody out there to know: tell yourself the stories you need to tell, but don't be fooled by them. Never live your own lies. Breakfast Club, bitches. Are y'all finished or y'all done? 